Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Internet Marketing Unleashed podcast. I'm your your host, Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Pedology, and uh, we've got an action-packed show for you. I was going to say hour, but I don't know how long it'll go. It could go for eight hours. It could go for 20 minutes. Our guest today is going, oh my God, what have I got myself into? He's uh, one of my mentors. Oftentimes people ask me, how were you able to put together a podcast that got over 250,000 downloads, uh, my Weight Loss in the Mind podcast? How were you able to create a podcast with Dove Barron that in the last year had over 102,000 downloads? And how were you able to do this with uh, a minimum amount of advertising and uh, outlays and bring people, you know, keep bringing people in, getting people to use word of mouth to, uh, to, to, grow, to grow these shows. And those are just two of many, many uh, podcast shows I could, be, I could be talking about, having to be two of my favorites. But over and over and over again it happens. And one of the reasons why I'm able to do this is uh, I have a mentor when it comes to audio uh, stuff. Right. It used to be radio, and now it's kind of podcast and radio and all those sort of things. And we were talking the other day, and I said, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you could share some of your knowledge with my audience. And he was, of course, I'd be delighted to, Scott. So uh, that's what's going to be happening today. So if you're trying to find cost-sensitive and effective ways to get your message out, then keep listening because we're going to be showing you a lot of that type of information in the next uh, little while. Uh, you're going to be able to win immediate and impressive results whether you're a business, entrepreneur, charitable organization or association. You can harness the most current proven strategies and tactics to leverage all forms of digital audio. It's the most portable and affordable format as websites, blogs, iPods and iPhones make podcasting more convenient than ever. Video podcasting is also possible. In fact, that's something that I'm focusing on more and more and more. Just the only difference between the two is it requires some more resources. So today's guest, my mentor, is a respected, best-selling author, columnist, TV and radio, uh, talk radio personality. He's currently the executive producer of PayPal Radio, former host of Microsoft's Your Business. He's an original host of the Entrepreneur Magazine eBiz Show. His expertise has been featured on both network televisions, business break, and catching customers. He continues to host various shows while mentoring individuals, companies, and associations. You're going to particularly love his revelations on how to attract big-name brands and sponsors to pay for your show's marketing, publicity, and promotion. Now, he's not just a media personality. He's well-versed in sales and business development and continues his work as a corporate advisor and consultant. Starting out as a salesman, he quickly became VP marketing of a $26 million communications technology firm within four short years. Since then, through his private consulting and coaching practice, he's handled and succeeded with budgets both large and small for both entrepreneurial and not-for-profit groups. He's helped thousands of thousands of business owners, organizations, and independent professionals just like you and me. And I can tell you, he's certainly helped me a lot. His expertise is published internationally and in MBA programs. The press from international newspapers to leading uh, business magazines seek his insights on today's hottest topics. 
His company, Customer Catcher Media and Communications, was selected as a bull marketer by Seth Godin, who's the author of Permission Marketing, among other books. And the blue, I think the Blue Cow or Purple Cow is another one of his books. So Seth Godin is one of my, uh, my heroes. And to be considered a bull market, I think that's just outstanding. His media and publicity expertise is featured in the success secrets of online marketing superstars and number one bestseller on Amazon. You also find him in Walking with, wise, with the Wise Entrepreneur, along with co-authors uh, Suze Orman, Robert Kiyosaki, T. Harv Eker, Harvey McKay, and Donald Trump. So uh, without any further ado, I want to welcome you to the show, uh, Martin Wales. I'm delighted to have you on, uh, on the show with me today. Scott, it's always fantastic to talk with you. I love your energy. Uh, appreciate the intro there. <laughs> I'm, learn I'm learning more about myself all the time. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're a pretty amazing guy. And we've known each other for probably about three years now, I think. Eh? Uh, at least. So in Internet years, that's got to be 21. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, the stuff that you've been done on the radio. Like, I'm particularly interested in how you... Uh, got on the Microsoft and the PayPal radio and, and those sort of things because that's an area that mm -hmm. I don't uh, I don't really spend a lot of time talking about but I think sponsorship uh, can be huge with uh, with what's going on in podcasting and the iPhone and everything these days. Well, you know what? If you can get excited about having names like that associated with you, I, you know, it's a lot more interesting, isn't it, Scott, when you can say, "Hi, welcome to Customer Catcher Radio brought to you by your friends at Microsoft." Right? There, there's a company that's invested millions, if not billions, of dollars in its brand name. Yeah. Now, like them or love them, you got to respect them for growing their business from, you know, high school dropout Bill Gates to richest man in the world, right? So, that's right. So, you know, e even when, you know, I've had some of my clients do their internet radio shows or their podcasts and have the president invite them to the Oval Office and have their pictures taken with them because of them being on video. So there's a couple things that, you know, you can do to get a PayPal involved. PayPal is the largest e-commerce uh, provider online, as, as many of you may know. And to have companies like that associated with your name is what gets you known. Uh, the main thing that I always tell radio hosts and podcast hosts is the show's about the audience. It's about the one person listening. So I'm talking to our friend right now, Scott, listening to us. So if they want to see how the world can be opened up, if they want credibility in their niche, if they want celebrity in their industry, if they want constant cash flow, then what you teach is a route to that. So I love how you teach podcasting. I mean, you keep it simple. It's, you know, a couple of steps, and you post the audio. But you know what the trick is? How do you turn your media into money? So I'm always excited to talk about that. I'm looking forward to talking about that today with you. And we, we teach, you know, how can we do that? And the amount of time we have, I'll, I'll stay with you as long as you want, Scott. Um, the short thing uh, about getting companies like that attracted to you is one already having a show most of the time, unless you're an author, you've already already well read, have lots of books, recognize brand name in your industry. It's a bit of a challenge to come up and say, "Hi, my name's, you know, Tom Smith. Want to sponsor my radio show?" Right. Hi, my name's Susan B. Anthony, and I'm a life coach. And you know, last week I I was a middle manager in an insurance company, but now I'm a life coach. Want to sponsor my radio show? Yeah, it I'm thinking of starting a radio show. Could you uh, sponsor it? <laughs> right. For me? Right. Now, there are ways to overcome that, but you have to be really good at sales. So here's the way to address that. If you have limited experience, if the show is just starting, when you approach a sponsor, say, you can be a foundational sponsor. You can be one of our 
honorary founding sponsors. Your name, your company will be with the show forever. The Internet exists a long time. Links will always be up to your site. You, make it, you, know, you have to make, turn that weakness into a strength. But the, the most important thing, the number one mistake people make when approaching sponsors, number one, is they're selling their podcast or they're selling their radio show. What you need to sell is access to the group of customers or prospects that that sponsor wants to reach. So Microsoft sponsored, um, I was already doing small business radio in Toronto, fourth largest media market in North America, reaching over 4 million listeners um, for a magazine. And we stopped doing the show, but then Microsoft contacted the magazine and said, you guys still doing that small business show. So we had Microsoft actually found us for links that were four years old. Wow. And so that was, you know, you can argue luck is opportunity meeting preparedness, right? So That's right. You wouldn't have been lucky if you hadn't done the show. Yeah, you wouldn't have had the opportunity. Now, having said that, I mean, we had Microsoft as a sponsor for our small business conferences, um, so we already had introduced ourselves to them. They had sponsored a live event, conferences, speakers, and so on. So it wasn't a non-existing relationship. So one is start small. But back to the mistake. The number one mistake is selling your show. Your show is small. You're, you know, nothing personal. Your show is insignificant to someone who's got a $100 million marketing budget. Right. What they want is goodwill with their customer base. What they want is uh, an excuse to contact their customers with version 2.7, right? So yeah. um, Microsoft, their specific strategy was they were, it was the time when they were launching the new Microsoft Office by subscription online versus going to the store and buying the box and the CDs, right? Yeah. So, and it was Small Business Month. So they wanted a PR opportunity to say, hey, we love the small business community. Look at us. We're sponsoring this radio show here. So, you know, they wanted to make themselves look good by endearing themselves to the small business community. So the questions you need to ask yourself about your podcast or your radio show, whatever it is, is how can I endear those sponsors to my show? How can I, I sell my marketing plans. I say, over the next year, we're going to be sending out a million emails. We're going to put your logo up on our website. We're going to put your name in our email signature. All these little things that we call points of impression. So one of the things we, uh, we give away in our sponsorship course is a contract that I actually got from a sponsor. It was a software company. They paid for 13 podcasts, Scott. Guess how much they paid for 13 podcasts? Uh, $13,000. Uh, actually, it was a little less. You're a better negotiator than I am. $10,000. But you know, how much does it cost you to make a podcast, Scott? Yeah, it doesn't cost me anything. Right. We're on Skype. We're recording it. Cost you nothing. When you get sponsorship, you're putting dollars in your pocket. Sponsors write bigger checks than advertisers. That's a writer-downer. Sponsors write bigger checks than advertisers. And you know what? Sponsors don't bust your butt. Like if you if you sell a pay per click campaign, Scott, right? If you if yeah. you sell an ad on your website, they're like, how many people click through? How many people have clicked through bought? Like salespeople are like hammering you for, you know, I paid you twenty five cents. What did I get? That's right. Right? Versus sponsors, they pay five thousand dollars to put a logo on a white piece of cardboard beside a golf hole for a day. Yeah, because they can point at it and show it off. Oh, look, it's branding. So as an entrepreneur, you and I are bootstrappers. We're guerrilla marketers. We understand. That's a silly thing to do. But it doesn't mean that people with big budgets won't do it for you. That's right. <laughs> so, well, you, know. you just look at the car ads, and you know, you know if, you, if you aim for the right, like you were saying, the right uh, 
angle, the right perception, and give them what they want. And hey, okay, so now you've got this car that's uh, sponsoring your show, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's the entrepreneur's car. It just shows, you know, if you've made it as an entrepreneur, this is the car you want, and you, you they they like it because it ties in, right, with their perception, with what they want to do. And I think that's a really good point where you, you know, what do your sponsors want, and then how can you give that to them? Well, the you know I like money from advertising, and uh, you know I like money from sponsoring. Um, I've got there a couple of quick tips if you want them for sponsorship. Sure. You want a bit more on sponsorship? Yeah, let's okay. do a couple, a couple tips on sponsorship. I think that's okay. a really big hole in my whole training. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get you to come out to my, one of my boot camps one day, and we'll do a whole day on this. Oh, that'd be great. I, lo- I love BC. I love the mountains, so I'd be I'll happy. I'll give, yep. give you an excuse to come out here. <laughs> I, I need the, li- the slimmest of excuses, but that would be a, a, g- a great excuse. Um, as far as sponsorship goes, a lot of the times uh, people focus on money. They focus on cash. What I focus on is other things like having credibility. If I could get Microsoft to have sponsored my show just by giving me the right to use their logo and their name and not paid me a single cent, I would have taken it mm-hmm. because it's far more credible to say, hi, welcome to my computer show brought to you by Microsoft, Hewlett Packard, and IBM than it is to say, hi, it's Martin, I love computers, and I'm going to talk about them, <laughs> right? No. So there's no um, branding as far as what I call brand writing. We are conditioned right. to watch free television. We are conditioned to listen to free radio and music that's brought to you by some big honking sugar daddy who pays a million dollars for a commercial during the Tonight Show, right? Yeah. So we understand even subconsciously that somebody somewhere wrote a check for that HBO movie and to be created. So um, we're benefiting by watching a movie that costs $100 million to make, but that quote-unquote sponsors paid for through advertising and so on. But what you can do is just by having those sponsors present, it makes you, it knocks up your credibility a notch. Well, Microsoft wouldn't lend its name to just anyone, would it? Um, Entrepreneur no. Magazine, one of the largest uh, reaching you know, small business entrepreneurial magazines, wouldn't just lend its name to my small, you know, my, I wasn't that, what was the name of that show? The eBiz show. We talked about Internet marketing, right? Yeah. They, they gave us, and here's another thing, we bartered, right? So they were our sponsor, so it was in their best interest to promote the show. So we would have a quarter page or half page ads in Entrepreneur Magazine. Yeah, how much, how much would you, do you think that cost yeah. if I had to buy it? I'd say thirteen thousand dollars. <laughs> about that, right? About fifteen thousand dollars. I'm sticking with that number no matter what question you ask me now, Martin. Uh, well, you know what? I had one of my. Uh, um, we we teach radio. You know how to host a radio show. Um, actually, here's a gift for your listeners. If they go to radiotalkshowhost.com, there's a, uh, a multi-part video. I think it's 19 or 20 videos long. We talk about how to make money using internet radio. Awesome. i.e. podcasting. So, so www.radiotalkshowhost.com. That's right, radiotalkshowhost.com. And um, that's free. Um, there's lots of tips and tricks there just because I know we're, we're limited in our time here. They're, they can get even more from that. It's free. Yeah. There is no cost, Canadian or American or yen or euros. So um, really, um, where were we? Sponsors. Well, well the credibility, I think, is huge because I've uh, – I just actually was checking the stats for one of the shows I'm a co-host on, and it's uh, the Mind Mastery podcast, and we have 102,000 downloads in the last year. And 
so I, I'm, I leverage that fact, and I know that my co-host leverages that fact all the time. He says, you know, I'm, I've got this uh, online radio show we, or podcast, however we decide we want to describe it, and we have over 102,000 downloads in over, you know, 85 countries around the world. And that pumps him up in, in you know, when people perceive him, his perception goes right. up just from that, right? right? But to be able to say, and, you know, we're sponsored by uh, Tony Robbins or, or something like, you know, right. then it's just like, boom, goes up even more, right? So if you if you look at your industry, and I've, it's not something I've really ever spent a lot of time thinking about, but if you look at the industry that you're in, who are the big players, and right. how can you give them more of what they want, and and understand that really... If your podcast costs you out of pocket five hundred dollars a year, uh, you'd really have to work to spend that amount of money. So, you know, if you can get a sponsor, one sponsorship, ten grand for one show that's taking you know twenty minutes to an hour a, uh, a week to do, that's a pretty good return on your time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the other thing that happens is Microsoft sponsored the show, and you know, as all knowing as they are, you will find this funny. Um, they they put up the audio recordings of the show. So we would do the show live on Talk 640 AM. Your news, your views, your city. It's CFYI. It's time for the small business. It was called the Enterprise Show. The Enterprise Show with your host, the customer catcher, Martin Wales. So I even worked my own branding, the customer catcher, into Microsoft Show. <laughs> right. And then they would strip out the ads for, like, tired. Like, the radio station would sell the ads during the hour-long show. Yeah, yeah. So the radio station, you know, they make money selling the hour to the magazine sponsored by Microsoft. So Microsoft paid $45,000 for the airtime for us. Um, but then the radio station would still sell the ads during the show to banks and whatever. But Microsoft would take the audio from the show, strip out the bank ads, the tire ads, and all that. But what I would do, and here's a tip for you, if you do get a sponsor and end up in that situation, I would create a segment during the show called Customer Catcher Tips. So during the content of the show is when you do this. And you start to see this now in movies. It's a media um, trend right now. We're going back to product placement yeah. and sponsorship. So you see Spider-Man swing into a Pepsi can or, well, it's a Pepsi can or a Coke can in the movie, right? So, right, right. So if you put your ad in the content, they can't strip it out. We did that show for 13 months. Maybe it was only 13 shows, so like 13 weeks. I mean, whatever it was was shorter than a year, right? Yeah. There are still links up to that show. So they kept the audio up. They call it a podcast, Scott, but it's just a link to an audio archive file, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, which I guess you could say is a podcast. But, but I still have links from Microsoft.ca, Microsoft.com to my websites. Wow, that's from an inf- awesome link to have from a search yeah. engine optimizing perspective. Eh? Exactly. And it, it, we did that show in 2007. Yeah, so a few years back. Yeah, so we've got longevity. We've got links back from a credible site that's one of the most highly visited sites, you know, Microsoft, yep. MSN, whatever, right? So you've got all of these sort of things that come into play, which sort of brings me back to the sponsorship. Use your sponsors for more than cash. Use them for their logo and their credibility. Yeah, because they Use, can bring a ton of traffic, right? Yes. Use I, Microsoft would have their PR company, Hill & Knowlton, working for me. They would send press releases. I would say, well, we're going to have the president of Microsoft on. Are you guys sending out a press release? Yeah, good idea. (laughs) So you've got a company, they're paying tens of thousands of dollars, sending out press releases saying, listen to my radio show. Right? You've got 
they provided prizes. At the time, they were giving me boxes of Microsoft Office worth $1,200 each, like buy the truckload. Um, I mean, other stuff, fun stuff, scarves, mouse pads, wireless keyboards. You know, so I had prizes for my podcast and radio show. Nice. So, and that got, drives so, traffic because people love contests. Oh, they do. And, you know, I was saying don't just focus on cash. We had HP give us digital cameras to give away. And yeah. they didn't buy an ad on the show. Um, I had one of their uh, people on, their brand managers on as a guest. But yeah. I got digital cameras to give away. How exciting is it for you? Think about it. If you could be saying, we'll be right back after this, and we're going to be announcing the winner of our HP digital camera just in time for the holidays or whatever it is. Yeah, you so, keep people on the show. You keep people on. We all know in radio, in audio marketing, radio, podcasting, you know, it's funny, right? We, we're just... It doesn't matter. The medium's going to change. Someone's going to come up with a new name, right? And we're going to yeah. be doing a Spriggamalump audio show, whatever it is. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But the right. most important thing is sell the next minute. Make sure you stay with us because I'm going to tell you who's going to win the prize. Coming right up is this guest. Don't go away. Email your friends right now. Sell the next minute. That's and, right. and by the way, Martin, one of the things we're going to be talking about probably in about five or six minutes is all about celebrity status and how to create that. So make sure you stay listening, everybody, for that. Absolutely. And one of you lucky listeners will find an extra bottle of wine on your counter when you get home. So <laughs> Don't ask us how we do it. It's yeah, a exactly. secret. So, so, I mean, there, there's so many ways to do it. But uh, for sponsors, don't focus on selling the show. Focus on selling the number of people who listen. So, Scott, if you, can you track who downloads your shows? Not who specifically downloads the show. Right. But, uh, but what you can do is you can make an offer where that you still need to drive people to a, a site where they give you their email so you can send them a free ebook or a chance mm -hmm. to win a prize. Well, I think one of the best things to do is to have a membership site and just right. say, you know, well, you're listening to this, go over. It's a free membership site with, of course, upgrade levels that, that cost. Right. And well, you just get here's them in a trick. There. Here's a tip. I'm All right. Talk. Trick, it's the truth. This is what you do. Let's say you have 2,000 members. And, you know, it's a modest number or 5,000 members, right? Modest yep. number. If you can get 5,000 members, you say we email them uh, once a week, four times a month, that's 20,000. 20,000 times 12 is 240,000, so a quarter million emails. So now in my sponsorship marketing package, I say your message will reach, a, you know, we'll send out, a, we send out a quarter million emails or more every year. Your message can be in those emails. Yeah. And so there's, even a, there's a great message, yeah, there's a great point too, Martin, because you didn't just say, oh, I've got 5,000 people, right? Yeah. Or I've got 2,000 people, right? Yeah. You, you got it up to a quarter of a million. And I just, uh, in, uh, in North America, the VSO, Volunteer Services Overseas, is the largest volunteer sending organization in the world, and it's their 50th anniversary next year. So I was working with them to create their anniversary website, and they, were, they had sent in 50 years 15,000 volunteers. And I thought, well, you know, that's not bad, right? But then they figured it out that that was over 35 million volunteer hours. There you go. So it was like, whoa, 35 million hours of volunteering? Holy smokes. Like, yeah, well, it, I it always tell people to the next look, level. Right. And look at what's going on around you. I mean, you know who else does that? McDonald's. They say billions served. Yeah, you know, but it's really ten guys who eat there a million times a year. 
<laughs> That's right. Well, and and if a brand new McDonald opened up, McDonald's opened up, and you went in, they wouldn't have even served one at that if you were the first person. Exactly. Right? But I still and have billions. Same with your radio show. Yeah. So well, I mean, I, I when I started one of my radio shows, I had like you know two listeners. Uh, it was the person recording and and my mother. You know, and my mother <laughs> might have lied to me. So, you know, so how did I get celebrity guests? Um, I I would say. Uh, you know, so whether I got sponsorship or celebrity guests, it's like it's a brand new show. We're launching it. If I want you to be my inaugural guest, sounds like the presidential inaugural ball, right? That's right. So it's the words you use. So you're, I want you to be my first guest. The premier issue of a magazine is, is cool to be on the front of because that'll be in the archives. That'll be the historically kept piece, right? So you can add value by selling the future. Don't sell the number of listeners you have. Right. And I, they would say, well, how many listeners do you have? Because I would talk to their PR people because they're really superstars, right? So they have PR people and publicists. And I say, we don't have an exact count of our, of, our, um, of, our, of, our, of our listenership yet. However, we are going to be, this is an audio archive. This will be up for years. Um, we're gonna be, we are going to be sending at least a quarter of a million emails a year, if not a million. We have joint venture partners who also email to their list of two million or more people. So if we do this now, you will be, this isn't a print magazine that's going to be out one month and you're gone. This is a worthy investment of just 10 minutes of your client's time to be online for the next probably three to five years, if not 10. Plus, they're going to be an inaugural guest. I'm never going to have to do more press for anything than the launch of my show, right? That's right. So if they want coverage, then they're going to be included in the pre-launch media. They're going to be included in the launch party. You know, you name it. Right. And, and, it just that, makes and it's something that they want to be. They, everyone wants to be part of a big event, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So there's so many ways to do it. And, 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 again, while it may be simple to do a podcast, you need to do the things like keep the enthusiasm up on the show, keep it segmented, uh, speak in sound bites. Uh, many people who are speakers get into radio, but they use speaker techniques on the radio. So, I mean, sound there's bites. lots of good one. So give us a sound bite. Give you a sound bite? <laughs> um, there are three things you need to know about radio. It's a great way to get instant celebrity, concrete credibility, and constant cash flow. Whoa, that sounds like a sound bite. It's a sound bite. And you see politicians are tr media trained so that they want anything that they say hopefully to be used as a soundbite that's positive, so they stay on message. So today we're talking about um, how to turn your media into money, how to turn your communications into cash. Like I use um, alliteration, so consonants like M, media into money, concrete credibility, instant celebrity, and constant cash flow. Perfect. So there's a pattern to it, but it's also I speak in, I try to speak in triads. Well, and as a copywriter, what I've been taught is, to, is there's always three. You don't just say it's simple and easy. Mm -hmm. It's simple and easy and cost-effective. Right. There's a cadence to the, the threes. And it's not one, it's not two, it's not five, it's not four, it's not ten. It's well, three. which do you like better, Laurel and Hardy or Hardy and Laurel? Laurel and Hardy. Right. I mean, it's... Even though it was, you could argue it's been patterned into us. There's always an easier flow of language. Right. Right. So, so that's oh. just an example of, you know, it's like trying to, if you're right-handed, trying to cut with your left hand. So there's always this pattern of, you know, other than legal firms that are Smitherman, Hamer, 
Lewiston and <laughs> yeah, right. you know, Jasinski yeah. something. <laughs> they break you know. the they break the law. The law. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, we, we can all you know drown them in the same place, but it's yeah. just it's it's just really um, you need to just pay attention. So right. listen to your own show after it's over. Yeah. Listen to when you know you and I've stepped on each other a couple times where we're both passionate, we're both excited, and we both try and speak on the mic at the same time. On one hand, you know if you do that too much, it's like Amateurish. On the other hand, it makes it real. We're having a conversation. That's what talk radio is all about. That's you right. and I like what we're talking about. We chime in. We step on each other, but we politely go, oh, no, you, you, go ahead. <laughs> so it's, as long as it's human, as long as it's real, people will listen. Um, a little controversy is good. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be cool if we just sat here and, you know, patted each other on the back the whole time. No, that's right. Which actually, right? Uh, speaking of controversy, uh, what is the biggest mistake you see talk show hosts making, and particularly when it comes to leaving cash on the table? Um, the biggest mistake I see them making um, in, to leave cash on the table is not asking uh, for money, not doing enough things to generate money for their show. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have on anybody as a guest, so the quality of their show suffers. So the guests that you should have on, I prefer to have on guests that already have a list that is following them, that they can email. Because I want to use my guests' email list to grow my show's listeners. It leverages it. Leverages, exactly. If they don't have a list, then they're hopefully a big name. Yeah, I know. That was a – actually, let's just talk about this for a second because that was a massive mistake that uh, a friend of mine made. He's a motivational speaker, so he was in that group. We were at an event together. He knew I was going to it, and it was close to his city, so he flew down for it. I introduced him to a number of people who knew, like, a huge guy in the industry. I think it was the, um, uh, I forget. Uh, Anyway, this guy took one public domain book on thinking and turned it into a multi-million dollar website. I think no, James Allen was I can remember the guy the name of the book I can't remember the name of the book, but I can remember the author. It was James Allen and it was something like As You Think or As a Man Thinketh. As a Man Thinketh. Yeah. So the guy that took that book and turned he's made it as a man thinketh dot net or something like that and it's a multi million dollar a year operation. And there were three or four people that knew that guy and mm-hmm. my friend wanted to interview him for as a bonus product in, in his launch, right? And so he he got a hold of him through the connections that he made, and he did the hour interview. And but he he never asked. So and what what he wanted and what he was expecting was that this fellow would email his five hundred thousand people that hey by the way I'm a bonus on this mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to do that. And uh, they didn't find out until like three months after when he was ready to launch, or two months after, whenever when he was ready to oh. launch. He never brought it up in the conversation. He never brought mm-hmm. it up before they set the mm-hmm. time for the talk. He never brought it up at all, right? And, of course, he never had, you know, it was like, no, I, I'm, I'm booked on my uh, mailings for the next, you know, two years. I'm, I can't mail on this. I'm just doing a mm-hmm. favor for one of my friends. Right. Well, as a, as a radio show host, as a media personality, write that one down, right? You have the opportunity to interview these people, right, who are, you know, ahead in the game. They've got books and so on. I have the opportunity to interview Brian Tracy, 
at, at the time that he wrote his book, Goals. And nice. while, you know, I green room my guests, so I speak to them before the developed relationship, before the show starts, let them know if I can. But even after I do the show, I say, great, thanks for coming on. I try and stay on the phone with them. And I say, you know what, I'm, I'm actually putting out a book uh, in the next couple of months also. And he just naturally said, oh, well, why don't you send me a chapter and I'll write you a testimonial. Right? So that kind of thing. Um, here's another tip. I, if you have a celebrity guest, I had on uh, Jay Conrad Levinson, um, the father of guerrilla marketing. So guerrilla marketing, guerrilla, and, you know, he's written yep. so many books since then. He's the chicken soup of guerrilla marketing. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's right. um, you know, I'm going to do the tomato soup of direct marketing or something. But um, the, so Jay, I interviewed uh, Jay. I actually I had him on my live radio show, and it was one of those radio live radio moments where he happens to be in his convertible driving through California and talking to me on his cell phone with a top down. I'm like, <laughs> that wasn't so hot. But I got him on my Internet radio show when he got home. Uh, so I literally had him on my live show, and an hour later I had him on my uh, radio show podcast. And I, when the interview was done, you said, you know, you know, you know what? I really appreciate coming on today, Jay. A great conversation. I was wondering if you could give me a testimonial. And he gave me a testimonial. So you've got a brand name person, recognized author in your industry, um, sold you know millions of books, known in the ad industry. And uh, if you go to martinspeaks.com, which is my you know bio slash speaker site. Um, you'll hear Jay Conrad Levinson is one of the first testimonials, and it was an audio. But I, I, what I, a trick I do is I put his photo and covers of his book near his photo. So if you don't know who he is, you recognize the covers of the book. Right. But you also hear his voice saying, "Martin Wales is just what a small business needs. He's you know the rock yeah. star of the planet, or whatever he said, <laughs> which was really nice and it was honest and heartfelt and you know very usable. FCC, thank you very much. So. Um, take the opportunity to leverage everything you do. Most radio talk show host podcasters don't leverage what they do. Um, I get into conferences and trade shows as media that other people pay anywhere from five hundred to five thousand dollars to attend. So if if you once you have a consistently well presented podcast and a website, um, you can very often. I mean, they're desperate for media. Most media don't want to go to a trade show. Right. <laughs> So, you know, um, some people are real sticklers and need a press pass and, you know, from the Washington Post or you don't get in. But many of the others are very open to you covering the show, going there live. Um, the other thing that you can do, Scott, and here's another tip if you're a podcaster, go around with your digital recorder, whatever it is, preferably with an external microphone um, for sound quality. And what I do is I work with the people who sell the booth space rather than the conference director, because the people who sell the booth space need a reason to get exhibitors to come there. And they pay $10,000 for a 10-foot by 10-foot booth. So it's kind of hard to add value to blue carpet and blue curtain. So by saying, we're going to have a you know media interview person come around and interview, then it adds value to their show package. And it so makes it easier for the podcaster, too, because yep. you know if you're like me and you're shy and you don't, you don't want to kind of step on people's toes and stuff like that, you, these people will introduce you to everyone that's got a booth there. You can then spend 20 minutes with them You've bro doing your show, right? right? And you've broken the ice. You can talk about other things. And uh, from there, who knows? You know, you can say, hey, I'd like to have you on again. That was really good. And talk about this and this and this. Make some notes. Get a hold of them. And now you're in with all these different companies. Absolutely. And you know, i got to tell you, over the, my near two decades now, experience doing this kind of thing. I've always made more money, connections, and, and prospects and clients at trade shows by talking to people in the booths who are spending $10,000 or 
more to be there than I did from the people walking the aisles. Yeah. So, well, so you're talking to the right people as an interviewer. Well, that's right. And you're also, what you're doing is you're talking to the people that have the money, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. if they're there, they got money to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love teaching these kind of tips. Um, I'm coming out with a, a new briefer course. I do a longer one that's I've been sold for as much as $3,000 called the Radio Show Mentoring Program, but we're putting together a four-parter, uh, more of a, uh, a template for getting started sooner called Radio Money 101. And uh, if you go to radiomoney101.com, that's the numbers 101, uh, you can get on the early bird list, we're calling it. So we haven't set the dates yet, but if people want to get involved um, in the live segment, then they can check that out. After we've done it live, we're going to make the recording available as a you know, home study, downloadable digital audio, of course, and uh, people will be able to subscribe to that. So either way, um, certainly get those tips. I mean, you, you just said something that clued, uh, clued tinted, set off, sparked, stimulated. Um, remind me to comment on that in just a minute. Um, another idea. The other mistake that radio show hosts make that is critical and large is they don't sell, let's say, a segment more than once. Here's the trick. This is a writer downer. I guarantee it. Let's say I have a segment, Scott, right, or a yep. show. I sell a master or a marquee sponsor the whole show. Yep. So Microsoft sponsors the show. So, hi, welcome to my radio show brought to you by our friends at Microsoft. They are the overall umbrella sponsor. I did this with a bank one, so it was uh, in Canada, Scotiabank, right? But we still sold ads during the show to other banks. Right, yeah. so we would sell the actual, you know, uh, ad time, so the 30 and 60 second spots. But then we would also sell the segments. So hi, this is the customer catcher tip brought to you by HandsFreeBusiness.com. Right. So we sell the segments inside the show. Right. So then we then you could also quote sponsor get prizes inside show. So lots of people I see they sell sponsorship and it's like. Oh, I have a sponsor. The doors are closed. I'm like, no, you have one level of sponsor. So I can, And here's another trick. You can have sponsors that are on your website that aren't in the show. You can have... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, because you've got like, that website. You can put all sorts of stuff there. Yeah, I mean, I always find it funny that, you know, radio talk show host podcasters are like, well, I didn't interview him. I'm like, who cares? He's got a great affiliate program. Put an ad on your site. Just because someone comes to your show to talk about weight loss, right? Yeah. They're a draw. So somebody comes to listen to the interview, but they're on your website, they can still see the ad of another person who wasn't on your show. That's right. That's related to that topic. Yeah. You are helping your audience. You're helping my friend listening right now solve their problem. They don't really have any loyalty to whether it's the person you're interviewing or it's the picture of the beautiful abs on your site. Like They're looking to help themselves. So help them find a solution. It doesn't have to be someone who's on your show. And the other thing is, I do audio interviews that aren't always live on the radio show. So I've had people who have me interview them in the wrap of the show. So for the Entrepreneur Magazine EBIS show, let's say you were selling your podcasting uh, boot camp. Yeah. I would say, I would do an interview with you that you could use and distribute as your marketing that was an interview of me. Hi, this is Martin Wales. I'm the host. You may know me from hosting the Entrepreneur Magazine EBIS show. I'm here today with Scott Payton, and we're going to talk about podcasting boot camp. And you take that audio, Scott, and you distribute it yourself as your marketing piece. Right, right. And I would sell that for like 1200 bucks, So people would buy just the 
they would be buying their credibility to market their boot camp instead of you sending around your own audio saying, here's seven mistakes people make when podcasting. Hey, come to my boot camp. Right, because that third-party credibility is huge. Right, and it's connected to the media. It's connected to a brand name. It sounds, you know, like media because it is. It's, you know, I don't, I, you know, people perceive in their, whole, their mind that two million people are listening to my radio show. Great, but I didn't yeah. tell them. That's right. I mean, my well, you mentioned you mentioned yeah. the size of the market. It's the fourth biggest right. market. It's four million. I mean, that stuck with me, right? Like, right. yeah, I do this it's show, and it's here, here, here. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't you know? Who knows how? You know? Then the the question of the actual numbers is irrelevant because just the fact that you are in that market is huge. Oh, absolutely, and you know, there, there's people out there who teach how to post an audio online for for seven dollars or ninety-seven dollars, right? Yeah, there's lots of people who can post an audio online. There's lots of people who can post Twitter, but how do you turn it into money? And that's the key, and that, that, that's why we put together this program called Radio Money 101. It's not postanaudio.com. It's right. Radio Money 101 because you know we've got Blog Talk Radio, we've got WS Radio, great bunch of people there do premium broadcasting. I mean, I, I started on there, Customer Catcher Radio, the Entrepreneur Magazine Ebus Show. Actually, Scott, you might like this story. I helped. Uh, um, oh, <laughs> Forgetting his name now, I haven't talked to him so long. Scar, who's the guy who started GoDaddy? The guy who started GoDaddy. Oh yeah, Parsons. Parsons. I I sold Bob him Parsons. eight part series. So I sold him a eight part interview where sometimes I interviewed him, other times I interviewed his chief technology officer, his security officer. But sold him a series of eight interviews on our one eBiz show. He lights went off in his head and go, ah, oh, internet radio. Yeah. So he started GoDaddy Radio. Yeah. So now, and then he's built his own studio inside GoDaddy, hired some celebrity hosts and stuff, and then has his own little piece. So, you know, I I like to, to you know, it's really cool that you helped get these things started. The That's American right. Marketing Association, uh, Hay House Radio, all of those things started through, um, you know, connections with WS Radio and introducing people to using audio online, which is now podcasting. I mean, Scott... How exciting is it that a company like Apple is paying for us to broadcast our message around the world? Whether your podcast is free or for fee or subscription, they pay for the, I mean, streaming. We used to have to pay like 10 bucks a minute per person for audio or something. I mean, it was was thousands of dollars to stream live audio to people. Now it's free. And just being on iTunes, you're co-branded with Apple. That's right. Scott, you put your show on iTunes, you're with Oprah and friends. Like... That's right. Great place to be. Yeah, you just, oh boy, I'm so happy to have you on the show, Martin, because you just got my brain going 100 miles an hour. (laughs) Hey, isn't it fun? It is. So you asked me to remind you of something you were thinking about when we were talking about the trade show stuff. Yes. You asked me about uh, trade shows, and I said, you reminded me, you stimulated me, you you, uh, sparked me, you this, you that. If you want to be a great host, improve your vocabulary. Work with the thesaurus. Um, there's a great site called visualthesaurus.com, and it actually works like popcorn. So I could type in brilliant, and it would come up with intelligent, smart, intellectual, educated, right? Yeah. So that makes your radio show better instead of saying, I'm mad, I'm sad, and that's the end of your vocabulary. Good. I'm underwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overcharged, I'm stimulated, I'm, I'm juiced, I'm jazzed, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to rock and roll. How about you? I'm feeling happy. <laughs> That's a great tip. Excuse me. Yep. 
So I think uh, I think we've run out of time for this particular show. Martin, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know you've got lots of stuff going on, and uh, but I really appreciate you uh, sharing all this great information. Give us one more time where we can go if we want to get the uh, free video-based training that you mentioned earlier, and also where we can go for your upcoming uh, teleseminar uh, training that you're going to be setting up. Hi, I'm Houston Jazz to do just that. Uh, the uh, free video training on how to make money from uh, internet radio and podcasting is at radiotalkshowhost.com forward slash free, but radiotalkshowhost.com will still take you there. Uh, the other thing where uh, our upcoming program is called radiomoney101.com. And uh, those are the numerals, the numbers, 101, so radiomoney101.com. That gets you on the early bird list. Uh, we'll most likely send out a special offer to people who sign up early. That's why we're calling it that. And as well, um, if you don't get on that special offer, then uh, because you don't want you're not going to be part of the live. Does matter to you? Then we'll be selling the uh, recorded version of that uh, once we post produce it. So, what are the main uh, uh, points you're planning on hitting in in Radio Money 101? Uh, in, we'll be talking about how to market your show, how to grow your audience easy, easily, quickly, and efficiently, um, how, how to get sponsors. I'll touch on that, even though we have a whole separate program for that. I can't, you know, you heard me spill the beans today. I can't hold back. This is all stuff I want you to use today. I want you to get your message out. So how to grow your audience, um, how to attract advertisers, different packaging, uh, some tips and tricks on how to be a uh, better interviewer. Uh, we're really just going to touch on some of the things that will help you get started sooner rather than going in-depth. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about some email marketing and Internet marketing, but uh, we'll also talk about one of my favorites is publicity. Mm. Um, offline publicity to drive traffic to your online podcast and radio show is the most affordable, most effective way to get traffic. We sent a digital press release uh, the other day. We got 33,000 impressions and over three or 4,000 people open it up and read the whole thing. If you wow. have to buy that through Google traffic means, um, one, you'd have to figure out how to do it. <laughs> and, and two, you'd have to pay for it. So if you have to pay a nickel for you know, 3,000 uh, people who read your entire press release, I don't know, I can't do the math, but it's more money than I like to spend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so you kind of answered one of my other questions, was if you were a podcaster, would this be a good course for you to take? So obviously, yes. Oh, the, the medium doesn't matter. I mean, Internet radio, podcasting, I mean, it's kind of a blur, right? So uh, for podcasting, it's, a, for me, an RSS-based system where it just automatically notifies people who've subscribed that you've got a new show up versus Internet radio is it's a link to an audio on my website that I just use other marketing methods to drive people to. Right, perfect. Usually an autoresponder or an email broadcast, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm saying do both, do all. And I totally agree with that. Well, so Martin, thank you very much for joining us. I've uh, I've really enjoyed our time together, and uh, I'm going to have to ask you to come back on uh, real soon. Oh, love it! Always uh, nice to chat, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing the beautiful mountains of BC and your your wonderful person as well. So uh, I want to I wish everyone the best, and uh, look forward to uh, meeting people through RadioTalkShows.com and any other means. And uh, wish you all the best, sir. Yeah, and don't forget head over to www.radiomoney101. Uh, the course is well worth taking. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>